You're listening to The Long Game Podcast. I'm your host, Sandra Scaiano. I use the term energetic thinker in my description. You know, it's probably the most esoteric I get in my branding. Like, what does energetic thinker mean anyway, right? But once we meet and chat, you get it. But for me, energetic thinking is when ideas flow. It's making connections. It's those light bulb moments that happen through conversation or through exposure to life. We get ideas and inspiration everywhere. Like literally every experience we have can become inspiration for content, for a social post or an idea or an idea for an offer or an idea how we can make our work better. I'm really excited to talk about this stuff today. So one place I like to spark inspiration is in the news. I enjoy looking at what big business and corporations do in terms of marketing and advertising and content creation. Because they research, you know, they put a lot of dollars behind things and they do so with very specific purposes. And sometimes those purposes are to reach people en masse. Sometimes it's to build engagement with the brand. And these big deals, quote unquote, you know, they're not always possible for us, you know, like us as small business owners, you know, but the insights you can glean from paying attention and hearing about what they're doing and and investigating, we can apply those on a smaller scale. So what you take in from a larger campaign, if you look through the right lens, you can extract super cool thoughts that you can apply to your own business. You're listening to The Long Game Podcast with Sandra Scaiano. In a world where everyone is doing, it's easy to get lost in a sea of comparison, secret tricks, and promises of overnight success. The Long Game is my approach to business, the actual day-in and day-out philosophy that you have to show up, you have to do the work, and there's no quick fixes for long-term success. I'm a web designer, digital strategist, and energetic thinker, and I'm here to share the process and lessons I experience with my clients daily who are going through the same struggles of building a business as you are. We'll hear from successful entrepreneurs sharing their long game strategies, and I'm fun, so we're going to have a little fun along the way too. Thanks for being here. Let's get to today's episode. I want to say that I am not a fan of trying to make our businesses like mini corporations. You know, we're so different as small business owners. You know, there's a beauty and a magic to what we have that is so unlike corporations. You know, and in my history, I have been a part of a few uh, small businesses that have scaled really big, like hundreds of millions of dollars big. And that was the goal. You know, that that is the goal of some business owners. And, and for others, the goal is to scale just enough for them. So, you know, I think there's some good things that we can learn from big businesses. You know, I know I've shared in a previous episode how I love some of my corporate system lessons that I was exposed to from my first job at Carvel. You know, in my understanding of how corporate 
thought processes for efficiency and how they use supplies. Like that was really valuable for me and very eye-opening. That whole world of thinking was opened up to me at a young age that corporations think like this and it's a way of efficiency for saving money and time. You know, and absorbing that and recognizing its influence in me, like that in itself is some energetic thinking, right? So I also think, though, that there is a culture in corporations that is so different from the culture of the small business owner, you know, and we have to be who we are. And, you know, we can be super successful doing just that. There's a great book, and it's a quick read by Sharon Rowe. The title is The Magic of Tiny Business. You don't have to go big to make a great living. And one line in the book, she says, a tiny business is defined by your priorities and your intentions. I love that. So as I ramble on about the difference between small business and corporate mentality, you know, it's just something to really point out in terms of approach, you know, like we can pay attention and take that inspiration from what big businesses do. And then we can interpret that exposure to their ideas and what they're producing to ourselves and apply them to our small businesses. So I thought it would be cool to have a show where I show you some things that get me thinking, you know, that I find really interesting. And these are things that I read in the news that give me ideas or that come from brands that market to me. You know, it's looking at what's happening and internalizing it. Something clever is going on here. And it's enough to get me to stop and take notice when I read about it or engage with the content. So this is all about seeing how things work on a larger scale, like being aware and then thinking about how you can apply this to your own business. That is energetic thinking, you know, understanding how things work, seeing examples, and then switching the light bulb on for ideas for yourself. I love this quote from James Clear. We need to redefine hard work to include hard thinking. So I love the emphasis on thought here, you know, although for me, I would prefer my thought to be with ease rather than hard, but I'm thinking that he means, you know, sufficient time thinking here. You know, it's about putting time in and thoughtful time in as well. So let's start with some news that just took place last week. All right, here's the headline. NBC's Today extends its brand by launching a podcast. Okay, basically, NBC is turning the Today Show into a podcast. I mean, that is really the ultimate in repurposing. And what took so long for this idea? Because they have been repurposing and turned into podcasts other shows. And even like the Sunday Today Show has had itself as a podcast. So basically, if you missed the morning show, you can now catch each segment, which will be broken up by the hour, after the show as a podcast. And, you know, we as podcast listeners, you know, we know how audio fits into our lives. You know, I personally, I I have so many more opportunities in my day to listen than to view video on demand. So here's a quote from one of the NBC News senior vice presidents. There are a lot of podcast-only audiences these days, people who are only interested in audio. We're hoping to gain some new listeners in audio as well as in the news and lifestyle space. So 
that's really interesting. You know, first of all, it's some super rich content to be sharing. And, you know, a move of the big network to capture every bit of audience share that they can. And even though the show replays have been on video on demand, like this is a major example of repurposing to another platform. You know, they have all this content ready. They just need to publish it elsewhere. It's a lesson in capturing every bit of that audience, you know, one that we can do too. Have you been creating something and that you can repurpose? Have you been sending emails? Have you been posting on social regularly? You know, this NBC piece is really just an example of like pop the audio up onto another platform. So any repurposing that you've got to do for your business, like it might look a little different. You know, you may have to create the next thing, but I just want to impart to keep using all the content that you've already produced. So for instance, I'm taking some time this summer to start repurposing myself. You know, and this has been on my uh, to-do list for my podcast going forward. You know, I've been wanting to start doing videos based on the content of my podcast episodes. And, you know, now I only record my podcast in audio, not video at the same time. And that was a conscious decision I made. And it's really actually enabled me to do my podcast. So I'm totally cool with it. But to repurpose, I need to record new video. But my content is already done. Like this is the next step in my overall podcast strategy, you know, and I can go back through my stats and I can determine like what were some of the most popular episodes and start to produce those videos first. So it's really cool when you start to get into that thought process of repurposing and it's important to do it. Everyone from the big, you know, the big companies, they're repurposing as well. So I'm going to keep talking about it to you guys. Okay, next item to get you thinking. Next news item. This is two in one. Next item to get you thinking came from Clubhouse. So this spring, Clubhouse announced two partnerships, one with the NFL and one with the NHL, the Hockey League. And the NFL one for football was announced preceding the football draft. And that was like the draft took place in late April, early May type of thing. And that was a huge content deal. Here's a quote about the partnership deal with the NFL. With Clubhouse's highly interactive audio-based social platform, fans can drop in on the NFL rooms to follow the picks live as they're announced and listen in on discussions featuring key NFL figures from athletes and coaches to network personalities. And fans also have the opportunity to join the conversation and be invited on stage by moderators to ask questions or share their reactions to the draft. I mean, this deal makes the NFL the first major sports league to collaborate with Clubhouse on official programming. And, you know, this could really help Clubhouse connect with more NFL fans around this event. The NHL partnership, it came around a little bit later, uh, around the time of the Stanley Cup finals. And again, same idea. It's allowing these conversations with the two participating teams, members of the teams, and then fans can listen in and they can participate in the discussions with the players and the moderators. And so these two partnerships, they're so interesting to me. You know, they're really thought provoking because 
They both build upon the strength of Clubhouse, conversation and access. Access to the people and players who are involved in these sports, you know, and conversation that isn't happening anywhere else. I mean, you know, there are Reddit threads and people are typing, but it's like this audio component where you're actually hearing from the players or the coaches or the newscasters themselves. Like, that's pretty cool. And then as a as a participant in the room, you can come up on stage and ask a question and engage. That's super, super cool. And, you know, the nature of Clubhouse is so different than any other like network interview platform or interview show, you know, like these rooms, as we know, those of us who've been in into Clubhouse for a bit, like they can go on for long periods. And it also allows the audience to come up and interact. So, you know, to me, the interesting thing about this partnership is besides that content piece and that interaction and engagement piece, though, is this is the audience that Clubhouse has identified that they really want to target. And of course, you know, we know that these sports franchises, you know, they're the biggest in the world. We know who that audience is. But Clubhouse really thought about the audience and they crafted this meaningful program to give a different experience to capture more engagement and more members. So, you know, I just love that this partnership that it led with content. You know, they really creatively leveraged the best asset of Clubhouse and, you know, giving fans access to these key figures in these sports. And for us as small business owners, you know, what can we take away from this? You know, we we are not the NFL, right? We're never getting, we're not going to get that partnership as a small business. But we can mimic some of these ideas and apply them to our own communities. So who in your world is the NFL? You know, who can you bring on for conversations that will spark engagement from your audience? You know, you can use the Clubhouse app for this, or you can even apply these ideas inside your Facebook community or on the places that you live stream. It's interesting to think about the people who support in different industries, you know, in the different industries that we work in. So how Clubhouse and the sports, they brought coaches and players and news commentators. You know, there are levels with people who have perspective on a topic. So start to think about who supports like the industry that you're working in and who can bring a unique insight to a conversation. And this type of thought process, it it might not materialize into something large and organized as if you're creating like an online summit or something. But like, even if you just bring on one person with a unique perspective to do a live with you, like that's a win, you know, because your eyes are now opened to what is possible from this larger, this larger program that you've seen, this larger partnership that you've heard about. And now you created this new idea for yourself where you brought someone on who was relevant to you. You know, to me, that is energetic thinking. So I couldn't possibly host this episode without looking into one of my favorite industries for inspiration, and that is the food industry. So we're moving on to our next example. Okay, so Barilla, Barilla Pasta, they created playlists that time 
your pasta perfectly. Earlier this year, Barilla Pasta announced an interesting content playlist. You know, we all know the basics of cooking pasta, right? But with each different pasta style, there is a different cook time. So building on that idea of how like music adds ambiance and when we're home cooking, many of us have like tunes on and going, Barilla curated playlists that perfectly time your pasta cooking. So once the water's boiling, pour in the pasta and pop on a playlist. And they are perfectly timed to end when the pasta's ready. So on the spaghetti mixtape, you get a Italian language intro, which reps like Barilla's roots still. And then four songs that have been edited to fit the exact cooking time. These, I just love this. I think this is so creative. The playlist, they highlight, you know, different musical genres and some of, they, they're also named after like some of the Barilla Pasta's popular pasta styles. So like Fasilli and Linguini, those type of things. So I just love this whole pop culture aspect of this. You know, like hit up your Spotify app as a timer. You know, it just puts you in a good mood and it's a clever way to make a brand connection. And these playlists that they've created, they're available on Spotify all the time. And they have over 50,000 followers just on this set of playlists right now. And I'm sure many more people like myself who have checked it out and listened, but do not follow. So there is a lot of reach on this. And, you know, what's cool about something like this is that it just gives a fun lifestyle item to promote that isn't pasta necessarily, right? You know, and it's a boost to PR and marketing. So it's something else to talk about. So it shows us small business owners that we can do fun little items in our business too. You know, specials and partnerships or creative endeavors, and then just promote them for a bit. You know, not everything we do has to be the sword, you know, we die on and has to be forever. Don't forget the fun in your business. So how are the different ways that you can infuse lifestyle to your brand, you know, and if that makes sense, of course, you know, like some brands aren't lifestyle. So in this case with the music, like maybe you could do a playlist of ambient music when you, that you listen to when you work or something like that, you know, share that with your audience, but maybe you could partner with an artist for a special edition of something of yours that you create. And this can even be a non-physical item, like a series of social media posts, Or maybe it's a, you curate something like some of your favorite books to read that are relative to your topic or relevant to your topic. And, you know, you recommend a journal to write in and your favorite rollerball pen, you know, you've curated this whole little package of things that you're sharing with your audience. And, you know, the special thing about the Barilla playlist is that they're correlating their brand and they're fun with the product. And you know, the playlist is the timer. (laughs) I love that idea. And with this, they're able to highlight various products because one is nine minutes, one is 11 minutes, one is 10 minutes based on the pasta that you're cooking. So if there's a way to do that, you know, that just adds that extra piece, you know, go and do that, make that connection. And creating these items that augment your brand, something, you know, fun like this, this really can enhance the brand experience for your audience. You know, it gives you something to promote and 
these type of items can be for just a short period. Like you can, you know, you can create something, talk about it a number of times, link to it. It doesn't have to be all the time, or it can be, you know, it can be something that you link to in your um, email marketing. You know, creative ideas though, like this, they are a window into who you are and who your brand is. You know, what do you like? Maybe it's music. Maybe it's art. Like what makes you and what makes your brand unique? You know, and what you create, it doesn't have to be a disconnect. Like you can work to infuse something that is your brand within it. You know, like even though Barilla curated a mix of music, and that even makes sense because we play music as cooking, but they, on each playlist, they put in an intro in Italian. And like, we know they're not a music brand, they're this Italian brand and they have their roots in there. So you can think about how to infuse something of your brand in. So that one really gets me going. There's so many creative ideas you can do. All right, where are we at? Okay, do we have time for one more? Okay, I'm gonna do one more. So this news item, this one came straight to my inbox and was told by the company themselves. So the container store, you know, the organization place that we all know and love, sent an email before the July 4th holiday with quick projects for your long weekend. And the email highlights a few content videos that are using container store products. So how to organize a fridge. And it says like half day time frame. how to organize a utensil drawer in less than an hour, how to organize everyday tools in the garage, you know, how to organize lower kitchen cabinets. And when you click through in the email to view a project, you land on their projects and inspiration page that houses 33 pages of website content, you know, how to's for everything, how to organize shoes, anyone, you know, so this is their very own little platform of video, video platform that links to items you can purchase for every single product. You know, it's a no brainer for product offerings that uh, the container store has. You know, these tutorial videos, like they show you the way, they show you how to do it, and they give you access to all the products you need to be successful. Hashtag pantry goals. <laughs> okay, so, and yes, you know, the container store. It's a big corporation with teams to script these projects, teams to build sets and teams to execute the videos. And you're right in your thinking, like, you know, that is totally true, but it doesn't mean that you can't do this on some level. Like, do you have a product that could benefit from a how-to tutorial or, you know, think about how you can break that process down into several mini videos. Recently for one of my clients, she has an art membership for adults and kids, and we created a parent portal that hosts some videos to help parents understand the process of the membership better. And to start, we have one page with six videos on it. You know, start where you are. <laughs> you know, among the videos on this page, we have a tour of the membership so that parents can see all that's included and how easy it is to access the membership. We've got some videos about favorite art supplies, and then we link to the client's shop page where you can purchase them. And of course, we have an intro video to the artist and her philosophy. You know, but this is one place 
one page, we got it started, and we have linked to these various videos in different email sequences. So when people land on the page for one video, they can explore the other videos, you know, just like with the container store and how they do it. And this approach, you know, it helps to bring people over from email, just like I clicked over from the email newsletter over to the container store pages. You know, it brings people from email over to your website where they're able to engage more with your content and obviously end up seeing your offers. And we just took the pressure off. Like my client shot the videos herself. Like we just made sure that her lighting was good and that she had good sound. Not a huge production value here because like she's a solopreneur. So she's just working with what she has, but there's no reason not to. Nothing is stopping her from moving forward with her message. So like, For you, is there a how-to page that you can create for your brand? It can be video, it can be audio, it can be text. So you can create blog post articles, you know, you, however you want to, whatever media you want to use to connect and communicate. You know, the idea here is to help people visualize using your products. And so many of you have digital products. So This page can be in support of your online course or your membership. But when you're putting so much time and energy into creating this page, then I think it's a really good idea. There are two things I want to just remind you to think about. One is to continue to add to the page. You do not, again, need 33 pages to start. So start where you are. But every once in a while, add to it pop up a new one or batch a few videos and put them in there. And then number two, continue to link and share this video page, this content page. I've seen people who have amazing content and took all this time to create it. And then they really promoted it once and moved on. For my client that I'm telling you about, like we created this email sequence and each email had a link to a video that was on this page. So that became a multi-week promotion. Linking to your own work helps to engage people with your content. And people may have not clicked over on the first email that they got, but if a few months later, you're still talking about a specific topic and you have a video on it, put the link in that email again and get them over to that page because then they can always see what else is there and explore. Okay, so this was fun for me. I hope you guys enjoyed today too. We have had four examples of news and content items that I've come across. You know, these are the types of things that get my gears turning. Like each one of these things, and some of them I told you start, we're, we're back from like January. Like I've noted and saved, it is now July and I still have that article as a reference. When I see a creative approach by a brand, I think, hmm, will this work for like me or one of my clients? And how can we spin this so that it could work and make sense for one of the brands? And it's not about copying. It really is about being inspired by ideas that you see out there and then creatively thinking for your brand, energetically thinking for your brand. Like what turned you on? What sparked an idea? So get out there 
and expose yourself to like some of this brand news and these ideas. Pay attention to how your favorite brands are marketing to you. Like click through on those emails and see what they're doing as well. You know, there's a lot of good ideas out there if you're just following through. All right, guys, this was super fun. I hope it's getting your gears turning and turning you on to thinking for your brand and energetically thinking for your brand. Okay, I'll see you next week. Bye. Thanks for joining me today. You can access more info in the show notes at thelonggamepodcast.net. If today's show connected with you in some way, please share it with your friends or hop on iTunes and leave me a review. Until next time, keep playing the long game.